Welcome to Mindful Conversations with Kay. I'm Christy. And I'm Kelly. We are both moms, educators, kidding around yoga teachers, and trainers, and now podcasters. In this podcast, we will talk about using research-based tools and strategies to help increase mindfulness, self-awareness, connection, self-regulation, and peace in your home or classroom. Join us weekly for some fun and insightful conversations where we will take a deep dive into all things kids yoga and mindfulness. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Mindful Conversations with Kay. This is going to be a great day, great episode. Good morning, everybody. Morning for me. Hi, Kelly. Hi, how you doing? I'm excited today for a great interview. I always love when we have guests join us. It's so fun because, you know, I mean, obviously, Cal and I, we we hang out uh, via Zoom or the phone, so we get to chat with each other all the time, but it's so fun to bring somebody else in and get different perspectives and, um, and, and quite frankly, share a little bit of the same brain that we do because, uh, you know, really interest in the same things uh, in the way of, of mindfulness and everything else. So we would love to welcome to our show, Maria Moore. Hi, Maria. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. We're very happy to have you here. Um, we would love to kick this off the way we kick off most of our um, interviews. Kelly, what's our first question for our guests? Yeah. We would love for you to just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you began practicing mindfulness in your own life. Yes, great. Um, I'm a mother of four young children and a proprietor of a wine brand called Castellucci Napa Valley. Um, wait, like what? To- wait, wait a minute here. <laughs> this just got really interesting. <laughs> You're like, she makes wine? Yeah. <laughs> Wine um, and mindfulness, I'm I in. <laughs> I know, right? Maybe maybe that's what made the mindfulness come quicker than, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, living in Napa Valley here with my family and I work with my family, so I feel super blessed. Um, so I manage a real estate portfolio and we make some wine and I have four kids up here running around a vineyard. It's pretty, it's pretty awesome. So um, I feel just really lucky. So, oh my gosh, that's amazing. I, I, I did not know about the, about the wine thing. That is, um, that is very, I, geez, listen to me focusing on that. It must be a Friday or something. I don't know. Um, can you tell it how, how old are your kids? You said you have four young kids. How old are your yeah, kids? So my oldest is 12, 12, nine, eight, and two. All right. Yeah. Nice. So we have, we have every, every plane of development here at our house and it's, it's, uh, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. That's yeah. what I say too. I, I have four as well, uh-huh. but mine are, mine are a, a few stages ahead, ahead of yours. Yes. Mine are 19, 17, 13, and oh and my eight. gosh. So and in, a, in a blink, in a blink of an eye, mine will be there too. It's just like, you know, you're, you're changing diapers and then you're like, oh my God, I have a preteen. Yep. So it's, it's, it's pretty comical, but it, it's a lot of fun. My, uh, my oldest son starts driver's ed later this month. I'm, I'm, equal parts horrified and excited. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you won't, you won't sleep again for I like know. the next, right? 10 years. Right? I know. Christy, you're going to need serious mindfulness practices. Yeah. <laughs> Deep breathing. Peace yeah. begins with me. I'm telling yes. you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. 
lots of so when did you start practicing mindfulness or how does that look like you know yeah this this came to me um you know in my adult life so after a number of you know interesting life situations and a couple bumps in the road you know when you're raising four four kids you don't, you, you don't really think about yourself, right? It's the most selfless act, any mother of, of any number of children, honestly. But I really learned that my own self-discovery journey was something that I learned as an adult that, you know, happiness is unique to each and every individual and how you get to that point um, really starts with creating that deeper connection with yourself first. And, you know, as a mom, you neglect yourself for as long as possible until you totally burn out. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm important. (laughs) My health, happiness, and strength is important to be the best version of myself. So that that's how I came into mindfulness and creating a practice for myself and also teaching my kids what that means. And then I was like, man, if I could write a book about this and read it to my own kids and inspire kids as children really and inspire adults to create those conversations with their kids um i think i've i've hit a home run so so that's where i kind of came into it i love so. that and that's really you know fits so, so well you, with our goal here uh, you know in uh, in this podcast well, I, is really- I am so grateful that both of you ladies have created a space for people to learn about what this means because it's so important and it's it's actually something that the parents need to educate themselves first to teach their children because ki- kids, you know, they're kids. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We say that all they're, the time. It starts with the with the adults, right? The parents or the, yes. the teachers. It, uh, they it have to embody the practices. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you know, I just think the power of story is so um, impressionable upon young children. And that's really where the idea and the book kind of came to be. Yeah, so let's, um, let's talk a little bit about this book. Cause you, the book yeah. just, was just recently released. Am I, am I correct? Yes. On May, May 2nd. Okay. So I'm like a month old. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> it too. I well, know. Happy, happy one month birthday. Thanks. Um, so, so then with the title is Vivian in Paris. Is that it? Yes. Yes. Oh, I love this. So tell us a little bit about the book. And then, and also I'm just curious, is this, is this your first book that you've written? It, it's my first children's book. Okay. Yes. So talk yes. about the book. Tell us all about it. Yes. So Vivian in Paris was created to share insight and inspire young children and adults alike to delve into a world of greater meaning and purpose. That was really my, um, you know, th- that that's what drove it home for me. Um, so Vivian is one of my favorite girls' names, and that's why it's called Vivian. Um, it, it's a direct reflection on on me and, and the things I love and what I learned. And um, it's about a young girl that journeys through the streets of Paris on her typical Sunday. But this particular day, she focuses and pays attention to her mind and her body and what they're telling her. And she actually experiences the same things in a totally new light on that, on that day. So, um, it it was really a story to, um, you know, 
you take your normal surroundings and you, everybody takes them for granted, right? I mean, we all do. Um, no fault, no fault there. That's just being human. And it's really, um, you know, it's to share and dive deeper into your senses. And that I think we all possess those. <laughs> and if young children can pay attention to what something tastes like, smells like, looks like, hears, uh, you know, what they listen to, you actually perceive the same thing in a totally fresh perspective. So that's what the story is about. And um, it's set in my favorite city, Paris. Okay. <laughs> Paris, is Paris is magic. Um, I was proposed to by my husband in the city of Paris in the Luxembourg Gardens where um, Vivian actually shares a special conversation with her grandfather on this particular morning. And he tells her, have you ever felt that zest and zeal and like, you know, spirit? Yeah. Um, and she kind of ponders this question and then goes on her, on her journey and, and finds kind of what makes her tick. So, um, yeah, there, there's many personal themes in the book and, um, so it's really sweet that. and I hope that, you know, it was hard to find a book on mindfulness actually, when I was reading to my kids over all these years and, um, and also, you know, to foster that conversation between the adult and the child was really my, um, my goal. So that yeah, I, I admire that so much. Like, like I, I didn't, I didn't find a book out there. So, you know what, I'm going to write one. I'm gonna write <laughs> I feel one. like, um, we interviewed, uh, um, Mark Brown who wrote Zen pig. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but, uh, he's kind of said the same thing. Like, he's like, uh -huh. I was looking for a way to introduce this to my son. And so yeah. like, I just decided, well, I'm going to write this. So yeah. I love this. and. I love that you're talking about the the senses and how, you know, when you tap into those, you you see things in a different way. And and I think too, when you have children have conversations with other people, like because other people notice different things. And that's, you know, one of the games that we play with kids mm -hmm. is like, what what do we call it? Name three or something like that, where you're sitting and you're listening you know, the sounds that you hear and it's like, oh, you know, and then you have a discussion about like, what did you hear? Yeah. Oh, well, I heard this sound. And then another one says, yeah. well, I heard this sound. And so then it's a great way to kind of say, you know, like we're all here in the same space, but we're all yeah. experiencing things a little bit differently and, yeah. and everything. So that's, that's, that's great. Yes. Yeah. And I think, you know, finding your own unique joy, it comes from paying attention to yourself. It, it comes not from neglecting yourself. And I, so I learned that as a mom. And then I was like, how do I translate this idea to a child so they don't have to wait 30 years to figure this out? <laughs> I um, love it. Yeah. And so, yeah. So, you know, I just, I, I think it's just an important topic. And in our modern society where things are a hundred miles an hour and with all the technology that we have, it's like the idea of slowing down um, yes. and taking pause um, some reflection is just a really important skill. So it is, it, and it's a skill that um, it's funny because people don't really sometimes recognize it, that it's actually a skill to be able to do that, to tap in to yes. your senses, which seems like a very simplistic idea, right? And it seems yes. like, oh, it's, it's too simple to be profound, but it's very profound if we can you know, tap yeah. into those senses and connect to ourselves. And also, yeah. like you said, everybody's happy, happiness looks different for everyone. And yeah. I think it's super important 
for our children to learn that skill of that pause of noticing and noticing what feels good for them, what doesn't feel good. Some people like the feeling of like they're feet in grass and other people can't stand that feeling. And that's yeah. okay. Like we're all so different and we all yes. experience the world so differently. Absolutely. And so I love that this book focuses in on that, on that specific way of tapping in and connecting with ourselves. It's, it's like, I can't wait to read it. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, you couldn't be more correct. I mean, I think that technology has taken over and um, I was raised very, very European. I'm first generation in this country. I was um, raised very differently than uh, your typical uh, American upbringing. And there's nothing wrong with the American upbringing, but it's very fast. Mm-hmm. Everything is fast. And children kind of are numb to the ideas of, you know, they don't, they don't kind of sit and feel things. I think, I I think that they're just getting messaging of what happiness looks like and should feel like, Mm -hmm. but, but they haven't, they don't take the time to, you know, decipher what that is for themselves with the help of a a loved one, whether it be a parent or a grandparent or caregiver or something. So, um, you know, the book was really written to inspire all those themes. So I, I hope that it, your, it's your so listeners funny. will enjoy it. You talk about the, the, the pace being fast. There's no question. The pace is fast. And what I've noticed with my own children, like you said, is, is kind of a, I don't want to say an inability, but a, a real challenge in when you ask them to slow down. Case yeah. in point, my son, my youngest son took uh, manufacturing, introduction to manufacturing, it's wood shop, and uh, in his middle school. And he, and he just brought home his project yesterday, which was a cutting board, right? And it's beautiful, by the way. So amazing. Like, I was so impressed with my son's work. Anyway, um, when I talked to his teacher, he said, when, when he came to me with his cutting board thinking he was done, and I was like, oh, no, no, no. You got to sand it more. You've got to, you know, do these steps, and then you got to oil it, and then you got to do this, and then you got to buff it out. And I was saying, and and my son just like he kind of like, kind of like hung his head and was like, oh, you know. But this, but it, it was forcing him to slow down. It was forcing him to take the time to detail it out, and that was yeah. challenging for him. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm so yeah. grateful to his teacher yeah. for saying, no, 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 we're not done. Like, yeah, the the journey, the journeys and the details. I yeah. Think. You know, it's like they say, what's that saying? Like, um, it's not the, it's not the destination. It's the journey. journey. Yeah. 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 Um, Totally. I mean, it can be applied to like any part of your life. I think that's, what's so cool. It's Mm -hmm. like, I, you know, if, if parents can inspire their children to um, kind of pause and reflect a little bit and, you know, and ponder what ponder, just ponder what they're feeling really. It's just, exercising that muscle it's kind of like meditation you know yeah. you're like how can I possibly yeah. sit in silence for five minutes but you know you work up to it it's like little by little and so yeah 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 and focusing on the senses and tuning into this present moment uh I think also can help so much with um 
the anxiousness and the pressure that comes along with that end result, right? Yes. We, we want to get to that thing, whatever it is, whether it's yeah. uh, sports, something that they're working on and, you know, getting to, to build that skill up or, you know, they're, they're always, everybody's always so focused on that end game. But if we can just yeah. stop, pause and be in this moment and enjoy this yeah. whole process, whatever it is that we're yeah. working on, just like the cutting board, enjoy yeah. the process of seeing how it goes from it gets smoother and smoother as you keep you know honing it in and it's that's where the joy can come in because we think the joy is going to come in when we get to that final destination yeah. right and yeah. it's going to be this big uh, explosive yeah. yes you know but but we're yeah. missing out on the opportunity of all that joy along the way of you know experiencing what it is that we're doing yes a hundred percent yes yes well, you, you ladies have got this down. I mean, <laughs> we have, we have a lot to learn from you, but when yeah, you, it, when you, you, do you, do you practice, like, how do you practice mindfulness with your kids? Like, are there specific things that you do with them or what, what sorts of things do you do with your, with your kiddos? Yeah. So I think just having little rituals, I think is really fun um, that we both look forward to. So whether it's reading a book or going for a walk mm-hmm. and looking up instead of looking down, um, my children taught me to look up and mm-hmm. I'll never forget, like they, you know, they're much shorter. So their perspective of looking straight is like half the size of me. Right. But then when they look up, we see different things. So we point out what we see, or we point out what we hear um, I have a little meditation corner that it's like a little, a little like floor poof with candles and different little things. And so they're super curious what goes on in this corner. So they'll sit with me sometimes. It's really sweet. Um, but I think just, just kind of allowing yourself to slow down a little bit and taking your child on that slowing down journey with you. And it could be super simple. It could be a 10 minute walk around your neighborhood or come get the mail with me. So we walk to the mailbox and we point things out of what we hear, what we see um, or what it sounds like, what we're walking on. Is it gravel? Is it grass? Um, So it's just, it's little things. And I think that these little things build up to a bigger thing. Um, And it's really about having that stronger connection with yourself. And if you can feel what, what, you know, if you can express what you're feeling um, I think in the long run, it'll result to so many wonderful, positive things. I, I will say, I think that's one thing about, um, about COVID that I, that I yeah. a little bit missed. Yes. I remember, yeah. I remember early COVID when the boys were, <clears throat> I have two boys, <clears throat> when they were home from, you know, not going to school, we were homeschooling or doing whatever, mm-hmm. or even in those first couple of weeks where there wasn't school, where we were all just like, well, we're not what do going we do? to school. Yeah. When are we going back? Like, there was just a lot of confusion at that time. Yeah. But we would go um, out on the trampoline. We have a trampoline. Yes. In our we'd go yeah. out on the trampoline and we'd and we'd jump or yes. we'd play a game out there or we'd lay on the trampoline and look up, look up at the clouds, find cloud shapes, you know. And I, like looking back, and there was other times that I, you know, when I said, okay, I'm going to homeschool my kids, you know, and I thought oh, yeah. I was going to do it for the first few weeks yeah. and then they would go back to school, you know? And so <laughs> I, I, I lined up different things. There was one day I, I wanted them to watch, uh, to watch a documentary and it was a Michael Fronty documentary, um, mm-hmm. human, I think it's, I think it's called human. 
which he's he's my all-time favorite and so anyway so we sat and we watched this together and then we discussed it and everything else and yeah so I do a little bit miss those days yes it's COVID don't get me wrong yeah no (laughs) good and bad but there were some really sweet moments that I think Mm -hmm. people uh, parents connected with their kids on it on a deeper level just because of the time that we had it's all about carving out time Um, whether it's one minute or one hour or half a day or whatever, whatever it is. But yeah, I think it's the time and, you know, the expression like time flies, it's true. So if you don't take the time now, you know, your kids don't learn these beautiful skills and it's just a, it's just, just a special way of connecting with your child Um, and having your child maybe inspire another child. It's like this trickle down effect. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that, yes. you know, I, I hope that that's what the book will do for parents is like, oh, you know, just creating those conversations um, with themselves and with their kids. Yeah. And I like what you said. It doesn't have to be complicated, right? You no. don't need to to have a big set aside this time and in a special place and all of that. It, oh. it can be in that moment. Like and you I said, walking to the mailbox. The like, most impact. I think the most impactful part is to make it a lifestyle, like make it part of your life. Don't make it a special agenda. That's like, this is what we're going to do every Saturday or something. It's like, it's just, if you can try to incorporate little things, um, throughout your daily, you know, throughout your days with your kids and just make it part of your life. Um, I think that's when you'll end up seeing, uh, results. So absolutely. That's what we try to drive home all the time, right? practices little short practices yes consistently consistently yes 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 it became very natural I was actually teaching a preschool class this morning at at my local library and um, there was a mom there with um, she has two boys her one son has been going to classes with me since he was probably a little under two and now he's almost five now and so he wasn't in class today because he was at school but his younger brother was there Anyway, she was telling me that um, he got upset the other day with his little brother. And she said, and I didn't have to tell him, but I just looked and I didn't know where he went. And I peeked around the corner and there he was sitting, taking deep breaths, doing peace begins with me, which is a meditation that we teach where they tap their fingers and they say, peace begins with me. And she said, you know, he was just sitting there calming himself down. And she said, I can't believe he just came to that himself, you know, and oh, that's she, beautiful she's been doing it with you uh, since he was so little. And so I think the earlier we can start with these practices and just, you know, keep yes, the consistency, yeah. kids will just start to naturally do that. And wouldn't that be wonderful if they could just slow down and tune in and how much more joy they can experience in their life. Well, you know, even as adults, I feel like we turn to others to heal ourselves. So we look to a spouse or a friend, or, you know, I, I think as an adult, you, unless you have these tools, you can feel very alone. If you are an anxious person, or you have a big something to do that is stressing you out. Or so I think for children to learn how to have that um, you know, how to have the tools to manage themselves um, just creates a stronger child. Um, and that's what every, that's what every parent wants is to have that strength and independence to, you know, heal from within themselves. 
um, and not look to, to others to kind of, you know, pick them up. So it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I think if you can start your kids young and make it part of your lifestyle. Um, and also remember that the kids are watching you and they, they see are. how you're, you, they see what you're yes. doing. And so, like yeah. you said, it starts from within peace begins with me. Right. So I've got to, I've got to find that happiness and that calm within myself. And then I can share yeah. that. And so the kids, the kids pick up on that. They watch what we're doing. They watch the way we respond to things. They watch the way yeah. we care for ourselves and the way yeah. we speak to ourselves and this sort of thing. So it's, it's so important for it's us so to important. set that example for them. I mm -hmm. remember a teacher telling me it's not, it's almost not what you say, but it's, mm -hmm. it's the way that you act that they pick up more on, you know, less words and mm -hmm. more action. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, that's kind of what my book is about. Like Vivian finds out in the end, I won't give it away, but she finds out like what that one thing is that is unique to her that makes her feel the most alive. And it's not about leaning on somebody else. So there's a very yogic kind of <laughs> theme, if you will. Um, yeah. So I, I think that that is great. And I hope, you know, I hope, yes, I hope your listeners will will pick up a copy and have those conversations Absolutely. with their kids. Yes. Share with us where our audience can find your book, where they can connect with you. Tell us all. Yes. The things. So Vivian in Paris, um, it is sold via my website, uh, mariacastelluccimoreauthor.com, or I'm on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, um, ma many bookstores. So easy to find. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I look forward to to hearing from, and, from my and we'll we'll put links too in the show notes, but um, on the socials, are you Instagram, yeah. Facebook, all the places? Yeah, both. Uh-huh. Maria Moore author. Okay. Um, Perfect. On Facebook and Instagram. So yeah, awesome. follow my journey. Yes. Yay. Excited to follow along. And like Thank I said, you. I'm excited to get the book, read it with my own kids, bring it into my kids yoga classes. And thank you. Um, yeah. Very excited. So thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a fabulous conversation and we really, really enjoyed having you. Thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate the work that you do to bring this theme, you know, to, to many people. So it's, you're doing really good work. So thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time, Maria. And thanks everybody for joining us. We look forward to our next mindful conversation. Thank you for joining us for this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, we invite you to subscribe and give us a written review to help us reach others and share all the benefits of kids yoga and mindfulness. If you want more information on all that Kidding Around Yoga has to offer, you can find us at kiddingaroundyoga.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Kidding Around Yoga. We will meet you back here next week for another fun conversation with Christy and Kelly.